Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. Thanks for downloading and listening to this show. Um, I spent a few years working in advertising and design and met a lot of interesting people in that time. And uh, I like to meet up with them over lunch for a couple of drinks and uh, just a chat. Uh, This is the second episode with Joe McDermott, a very talented freelance illustrator. Uh, We talked some more about just uh, uh, some of his old school technique, which I've got a a real soft spot for. So join us at our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. Uh, Don't worry, I'm not going to put anything out there that gets you fired, Holt. I was like, well, <laughs> but I keep a recording just in case something pops up. So I was like, that's um, a tough thing to get. Get, get your lawyer though. You'll know, have to you'll have to beep out the names of these people. <laughs> well, we, we keep it vague enough. Yeah. So, so so bring it back, Elia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, well, before we get into this, uh, what are we drinking? Well, you and I are drinking uh, another dirty martini. Yeah. Well, no, not dirty. Sorry, just got a beer here. Yeah. So we're drinking. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're having martinis. We got beer. Yeah. Joe got a that, beer. That feel the a little bit. Not drinking anything. Yeah, is the the, but the she is that work for you there? Enjoying herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Joe, you've been you've been doing this a while. You've you've been through the technology boom. I want to know how what this your niche tasks have changed, like how that's changed with technology through the years. Like like like, I mean, cut and paste days now to the digital era. Like like what to you? What's the What's the, the best? What has been the best? The best part is anything I could have thought or concepted back in the day, I can do now so much faster and the way I actually envisioned it. Back in the day when I did traditional airbrush, you know, I, I got pretty good at it, but it was one of those things that you really had one shot to get it right. Right. And you could you had to commit to your pencil and you had to commit to this area of paint and this and that. And then that was it. You could only so many revises on that, and then you had mud on your hands. Um, I missed that part, that tactical, that tactile part, where you actually physically you, cut friskets and mix the paint. But uh, I don't know if I can go back and do it again. That's what I was going to ask you next. Like, you, you do any of that sort of stuff by hand now? I do. Black what about drawing? I do drawing. Okay. Just black and white drawings, some sketchbooks, things like that. But um, I pull out original art of mine from the, my flat art file, and, uh-huh. you know, the beer and reminisce, and you know. Cry every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cry on the art, though. I got four grand for that. <laughs> You're like, holy oh, shit! How even with my glasses on, I'm looking at it going, how did I get that line in there? Right. Because it was mixed media, pen and ink, and with airbrush. And I used to airbrush people's signatures where you'd cut out their signature and frisk it. I'm like, man, I, what? I did that on a couple projects wow. where they wanted something as a medallion. And they had the person's signature. Right. So I would cut frisket out of that person's signature, and then so it would look embossed on there. Now, Holy now shit. it's just a click of a filter. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. such a pain in the ass. But I mean, the thing with that though is it taught you a certain discipline. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Oh, the, the, the amount of attention to detail at that point is so much better than it is these days. Yeah, because now I, that's why I don't mind anything as far as detail like a clipping path, because I know if I get that right with a, you know, a thousand points, and then once I have that done, I can use it. You know, right. It's perfect, and I can repeat it for yeah. I need it. So that's the part that I really enjoy is the fact that I don't have to worry about um, spilling paint on my pants and you know my rapidograph right. clogging up on me and or the wait. What was the last word you said for our, young, <laughs> for our younger <laughs> listeners? For our younger oh listeners that have no, no idea <laughs> what a rapidograph is. <laughs> this is awesome. A rapidograph pen. Mm-hmm. That was what you used to ink lines in and it came in different points. Yeah. You know, you could do like a triple lock, which is like a hairline up to a three, which was, I don't know how many points or pikas that would be. But right, right. That's what you did to draw a line I and mean, pen and ink. And they had a little needle inside that when it would clog, mm-hmm. you'd just be drawing a straight line and go boop. <laughs> <laughs> what did those run you? I love well, those things, by the way. Yeah. At the time, like seventy bucks. Yeah. That, it was like a king's ransom. It's like, <laughs> like you're saying, seventy bucks. I'm looking at it now, like I, I could have. Yeah. At the time, yeah. I was like, oh my god, these are so expensive. Well, I used to have like three or four airbrushes, and those were two or three hundred bucks. A piece. Right. Right. And you know, part them out as one would wear out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For for all of our younger listeners, <laughs> next time you see Joe on the streets, you better look at him and say thank you. <laughs> Because he's the one that's paved the way for you. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, there, there are no young listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming that since I went from traditional to digital, I probably added about 10 years to my to back end of my life, not breathing all that airbrush. Mm. Maybe. Those big backgrounds. You, know, you yeah. probably already did all the damage. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you that's go. Always the optimist. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, you know me. That's why I have my dog. With mm-hmm. me. Leave me home. Oh, man. Yeah. No, like, I mean, so much has changed in the, the years I've been doing it. Like, I can't, I can't imagine, like, just seeing... Because, like, I I feel like I like I came into it when a couple years before mock-ups started to go into the wayside. Like, now nobody does a freaking mock-up. It's uh-huh. like, why don't we do mock-ups? <laughs> Trivia question. Do you know what Amberleth is? No. Oh, yeah. Rubyleth? Yeah. No, Rubyleth. Rubyleth? Yeah. The same thing. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever have to work with it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you, man. What, how'd you set type in when you went to school? How'd you set type? Oh, man, I was, yeah, court. <laughs> what? <laughs> how'd you set type? We used to have to spec type. Okay. Did you ever spec type? Uh, a little bit. Where you'd get the copy. It wasn't even, you know, nothing was digital at that point. Yeah. You'd do a character count where you would count the letters basically in a line, mm-hmm. figure out how many characters you had in that paragraph, then you would go to a book that had Helvetica, three point, and then it would tell you how many lines of type you could get at yeah. this length. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. There weren't any revisions on copy at that point. <laughs> it was. All, I did. I did a lot of that. Just I, for me, a lot of typesetting was. It wasn't an, an enormous amount of stuff, but I was doing a lot of cutting it out uh-huh. and putting it on. You know, these blue lines and just trimming this type, cutting it out, putting it on there. I hate it. I'm like, I remember talking with my professor. I'm like, we're fucking wasting our time. This is Pretty stupid. <laughs> it's moving towards computers. And I remember, like, he talked to me. He's like, someday, yeah. when, the, when the electricity goes out and you're going to need to put together this page layout or this spread, and you're going to have the knowledge to build this. And I was like, if 
the com- if the, the we lose electricity and my computer doesn't work, the presses aren't down. running. So you know, I'm wasting more, my time. If he was a good, good professor, worry about at that point, whether you can set time. Yeah. If he was a good professor, he'd have said, "Do you want a job next year or in three years?" <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever work with a Lucy or an Artograph? No. Opaque projectors? No. That's what the illustrator started with. Wait, are you talking about like, oh, go ahead. Well, no, if, you know, if you do your sketch, mm-hmm. then you want to transfer it to your board, you got an opaque projector that the nickname was a Lucy. Uh-huh. And basically it, it would just project whatever pencil you wanted on there. So, and I remember at art school, we had two for the entire school. And one instructor was so hardcore, he'd say, you know what, these are just, these, these are like cheating. You don't need these things. You just draw. <laughs> I said, what happens if you go to some place that doesn't have one? Yeah, exactly. But my, my cousin, who's an illustrator, said, yeah. you don't want to work there if they don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's incredible. Oh, man. We're going old school, Ryan Holt. No, I mean, like, <laughs> when, I, when I was in college, my illustration classes, they were, like, I'm, I'm probably one of the last few people that says, like, I've taken traditional illustration classes like I, I mean taking pastel to paper and like getting that shit done but like that shit doesn't exist anymore yeah no not, not a lot of traditional guys work still work that way but um the the, the good part about that process though was you had to think before you put things down yeah and so Ooh, reference materials even, yeah, and absolutely and that's the, the issues and the problems i see in some younger books today is they all have photoshop they all have access to google Right. Somebody says, "Give me a book cover of a story about a bear." They go to Google, yeah. Google Bear, take three images, put them together. Instead of finding ten images and then drawing from from those for yes. reference, yes. from a point of view that doesn't exist, yeah. and then do whatever you want in Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that's just the process that is it's, it seems to be slipping away. It's it's difficult, and you are very right with that, and especially when you're looking at that from the perspective of a freelancer that the market is is tough because it's so accessible to find imagery and resources and when it's so easy just to get that and just throw it into something people don't understand the value of that next step you know what 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 do i bring the table why do i cost more than your nephew that just wants beer because I can see these things in three dimensions. I can illustrate specific to this illustration you need, this content you need. What I'm going to give you doesn't exist anywhere else. Right. And it, yeah, and it, it, it won't exist from anybody else because right. it, you bring your own point of view to it. Mm-hmm. You bring you bring the brief to it too. Like, yeah, you, you've got this mental brief that you've done this thing. You've seen all these projects for you know thirty plus years right. and seen different artists, and all of a sudden. One thing clicks in your head, and then when I started, they told me as illustrator, you start your morgue file, which means you start a file. If you find drawings of hands, then you put it in a vanilla folder, and it just goes all the way through, and you have all this reference. Right. I used to have a filing cabinet full of that stuff. Yeah. And then I got tired of moving it around. And I saved <laughs> just the stuff. Did you scan I it, or you just kind of no, kept it? Just kept it. Right. You know, and I still, every once in a while, I'll go back to that, but. That was the go-to. I mean, if you had a good morgue, you could, somebody said, okay, I need a person, you know, 40 years old, you know, holding a glass of beer. You could find, okay, I've got the hand with a glass of beer. Right. I've got a 40-year-old person here, and I can look at these two and draw. And you didn't scan anything in and clip them together. I think, just your own point of view. I think you're right in that that's not 
a necessity anymore in the sense that it's out there. If you just type in guy with beer, that gives you perspectives. And I, had a, I heard a great quote from one of my favorite artists. He said, for reference, the internet's a million miles wide, but it's an inch deep. Yeah. So if you go to the library, you're going to find a book that's never been scanned or these images don't exist anywhere. You're going to see something different. Right. That anybody who types in that in their, their search is not going to find. And not that you're going to rip that photograph off, but it's going to give you a different feel for your reference. Then. Right. Unless it's 50 years old and then it's out of copyright, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> True. Then you can do what you Yeah, yeah. The story I heard was a guy in Chicago, an illustrator. Um, this was early 80s. And he did a job for somebody illustrating a building in Chicago. Well, he just went to one of the source books in Chicago, found a photographer's image, did the illustration. Well, the photographer saw it, yeah. gave him a call. So he ran down the street, took a picture of it, printed out the pictures, and said, this is what I use for my reference. <laughs> 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 nice work around there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's it's true, like, uh, so you called it morgue. Uh-huh. Um, the, I always called it, like, the swipe file. Yeah, was exactly. Like the, yeah. That's what I called yep. it. Like, we're kind of like, but I, I know I built mine more about... Um, not necessarily illustration, but um, design. So I'd find layouts or yep. things that I liked, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. In a, in a way, we're kind of building a toolbox of all these references, and I can execute. You say you want something, I can execute based on the sort of tools that I've you know built and assessed throughout you know my and years. Your, and your swipe file is going to look different from mine. Right. It's going to look different from Ryan's. Well, mine's so all like naked you. ladies. Yeah, so. true. Yeah. <laughs> mine's a bunch of dicks. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I've seen it. <laughs> when I said toolbox, it was very no. no. <laughs> sorry, okay. sorry. Mine's called the Clarify. boneyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. You do. You get that high when you get it done, and then you, you, somebody once called it. The wicked mistress, because that, that she'll take you so high when you're pumping and you're getting this thing yeah. working, right. and it's everything's working great, and then all of a sudden it's done, and it really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's well, it's pretty similar it, it, it to the end of Martyr. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. martyr syndrome Absolutely. for like designers and art directors. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have to put in all the hours, uh, and at the end of the day, it's like, well, fuck. Well, it's but I, but I, I don't know. I mean, you see that final product, and it's beautiful. You know, I don't know. By the time I see a final product, it's shit. Well, but the, there's two different camps here. You got people. No, seriously, you got people that once you pass that on, you're like, "This is beautiful," and I love the time that I spent on this, and it may touch a few people and have a positive impact. There's is that also another Perminator thing. Possibly. <laughs> so we got here, you people. But there's also the other camp, which is, and I do this with design or art and I do with music too like you spend so much time with something you're like I'm just fucking done with this yeah. I'm tired of wrestling with this and you put it out there and you don't want to hear it again because you think it's a big piece of shit or you don't want to see it again because you think it's a big piece of shit but then other people are like that's awesome like you did a great job with it that I love that and but you can't go back to it because You've spent so much time with it, you don't want to see it or hear it or whatever. I'll bring the old guys' perspective. Yeah, bring me, bring me back, back to the old dudes. Back in the old days. Yeah. Back in the old days, when it was done, it was done. Yeah. Now it's just abandoned, and you can repick, pick it up, and well, repurpose, tell your heart's content. But the only thing that stops it now is the, the deadline. Right. But then even after the, that, we can still do it. But that's a pain in the ass too, because you can never be done. You know. No, absolutely. That's what I mean. Back in the day, it was done. 
and you could frame something hanging on the wall and it never went anywhere. But I'm, I'm kind of a fan of that because I'll have students at portfolio reviews and they'll say, I think I'm going to rework this and I'm going to do this. And No, do something else better and move on. Mm -hmm. Don't go back to that yeah. and rework it. Like, or you can moving. say, that's a good idea. It <laughs> <laughs> depends on how shitty it is, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe Ryan Holt's right. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what? Um, you know, stop with that and let's look into options for accounting. Yeah. Have you ever thought about grocery stores? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of opportunity. All, all joking aside, yeah. I hate when I run into a student at a place that is not. Context. In in design, like yeah. at PetSmart or Famous Footwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. Uh, yeah. This is like a whole other show. Like those those go. Well, I could have told you that. Mm -hmm. Or I actually ran into one student. And I was like, oh, I'm actually surprised to see you here. Like, yeah. They were, they had chops, and then like, oh, oh. I, I will sign up for the loyalty program. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you. You need the spin. <laughs> I don't know how do we wrap this up. <laughs> We've covered everything. Haven't I know, we? I know. Yes, yeah, a lot of divorce kids, stories. So yeah, yeah. 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 Amberlift, Rubylift. Yeah, we kind of hit on everything there. So Joe, where do you see things going for you? What do you want to do? What's what? Yeah. You want to keep freelancing? You want to be full time somewhere? What do you What do you want to do, man? I miss the full time part of just people. Yeah. Every day, but I get that fix going to the convenience store though. Every, almost every day, right. two or three hours, get you out of the cave and get you just thinking differently. Um, yeah, you know, I like full time, but yeah. I don't think it's gonna necessarily. It's not critical. Um, I like the freelance gig too because. When it's good, that's great. When right. it's not, no, okay. But, um, you know, I, it's, I can't complain because my kids are happy, healthy. I got some work in. I got a dog with me for a few days. There you go. You know, and I get to see what these guys do. It, that humbles me. It's when yeah. I see what, it, it, this won't wrap it up, but we had a dog. Uh, it's actually my profile picture um, that uh, she's a gold or yellow. They call them British Cream Golden Retriever. Uh -huh. um, and she went to a little girl who was probably 10 years old who had epilepsy. And shortly after, you know, they trained together and went home. One of the, the director got an email from the, the mom, and it was a picture of the mom's watch, and it said the mom had gotten eight hours of sleep. She'd never gotten eight hours of sleep since the little girl came home as an infant because of seizures in the middle of the night. Right, uh, right. And because the dog is sleeping with her now, they can sleep. So, I mean, that's awesome, yeah, man. You can't complain. Yeah. You're really awesome. Oh, no, it's, it's good. It's, I love illustrating. I love retouching. I love... I've been lucky to have yeah. worked on, with the people I have in the project. Thanks again, Joe McDermott. Um, if you're interested in hiring this guy, definitely look him up. Uh, he's, uh, he's a really talented illustrator and uh, touch-up artist. Uh, or maybe you just need some pretty simple gradations or color corrections. Uh, I'm sure he'd be interested in hearing from you. 
Uh, if you do want to get in touch with him, you can visit his website. It's joemcdermottimagingillustration.com. That's joemcdermottimagingillustration.com. Uh, it's got a lot of great examples of his uh, work on there. Uh, if you like the show, go to iTunes, uh, rate, review, subscribe, uh, listen to past episodes. We've got a lot of uh, great content there for you. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Bastard Martini, or you can visit the website. It's oldbastardmartinilunch.com. Uh, in the meantime, have another martini. I know I will. Mm-hmm.